welcome Jurassic fans to another episode of your rather nerd podcast. I'm Daniel, your host, and this is the man who well just got the episodes, Mr. Mast. So, Matthew Millen, <laughs> here he is. Well, what can I say? It happens to everyone. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, Danny boy, good sir. How are you today in this lovely night? I'm doing awesome. I'm so bloody great today. Oh, you know, we had an interview last week and I missed you, Matthew. Why? Why, uh, yeah. why were you not I'm here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a well of disappointment. <laughs> I should not. Come on. Everyone understood what was going on. But anyways, today we got Matthew around here and we are discussing Camp Cretaceous and Matthew just watched them. So that's pretty funny, actually. Hey. <laughs> So, anyways, we're talking today Shaky Ground and Out of the Pack, episodes 5 and 6 of this fifth season. Uh, we got some mailbag, but I'm not playing that as we talk, because that would spoil the future of this season for you, Matt. Oh, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers, then. Oh, okay. So, Shaky Ground, we are having an earthquake on bloody Manticore Pirate yeah. and Nubla. So, what is the cause? Is that just the machinery and the Mentacorp's island? Seems like it, because, you know, the uh, the earthquakes started when the machine started to go wacky. Yeah, I, I know they want us to believe that, but that sounds so weird to me. Like, how does that even make sense? I don't know. And what the hell is that thing anyways? Yeah, it's supposed to be like something that will produce energy or something like that for the island. I don't know. It was leaking green gas. It was. That's, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You know, we had something similar uh, on Nubla itself because the novel says that Hammond he built the uh, the one source of energy on Nubla using the volcano because then you know there was kind of a propeller and it would be moved by the vapor that was generated by the lava. So, yeah, amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, we have that in, in the books. So, Toro is back. How do you feel about yeah. that? Yeah, so happy. Good to see him. Love to see this card, old boy. He's in yeah. shambles. We gotta say that. Yes, he uh, is. Poor guy suffered throughout the entire series. Yeah, no, poor thing. I mean, he's just a piece of crap right now. But uh, we love yes. him. We love him nonetheless, right? We truly yes. do. Big chomps. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and then Hawks is back as well. Apparently, we're going for a nostalgia yeah. trip in this season. We are going through everything we've already like Right? Because, oh man, Hawks is back as well. And then uh, Brandon, he's kind of playing Amanda Kirby on Nubla, because uh, he's calling for his brother, and everyone's telling him to shut the hell up. I just love that, by the way. Yeah. That was, they were actually quite kind, telling him to shut up, so, yeah. <laughs> right? I would have been, like, so much harsh on that, man. Yeah. This is freaking Isla Nubla. You can't be just willy-nilly screaming out of your halt on this island. Nope, nope, nope. That and is one easy way to get you killed. 
Yeah, I, I mean, last time we uh, we considered Cam Cretaceous on, on our podcast, uh, we had BioGojira, and he just mentioned this episode. He said that this is too similar to JP3, especially because the original animal that would be the main villain for that movie would be the Baryonyx, not the Spinosaurus, oh. which is even funnier because this is exactly the one animal we have in this scene. So you think they uh, they thought that during the production of this uh, episode? I'm I'm pretty sure they did. I oh. don't think this this was all just a coincidence. All right, okay. JP producers actually thinking of something. Wow, that's news for me. All right, okay. yeah. I'll right? give you that. I'll give you that. Anyways, so um, apparently Darius want to be alone. He doesn't want to be like with anyone around him while he's dealing with the dinosaurs. Why do you think he's yeah. acting all weird during this time? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know how to process his feelings and needs to be alone to think. You know, kind of what I thought, yeah, because uh, he, he's that kind of guy who will, you know, um, rather be with the animals than with human beings. Yeah, you, the animals won't judge you. They will just, you know, be there. Oh, you get there, right? You're a biologist for a yep. reason. No, I'm a, I'm a fake biologist. You're a vet for a reason. Okay, that yeah <laughs> sounds better. All right, sounds better. Yeah, <laughs> all righty. Okay, so then come we learned that he actually got the beacon of hope, the distress signal that the compass had released from Nubla, and that douchebag did nothing about it. Yep, way back in first season. First season was it? I don't. I don't remember if it was first or second season. Seems so long ago. Well, yeah, I mean, it was eons ago that we got that one episode, but I don't think it was the first season. Ah, anyways, we can check that on, on Netflix later. But yeah, yeah. so um, what do you think this shows about his character and the development of his arc? Well, he is one damn son of a gun. Totally, yeah. And I mean, we're just getting to know his character a bit more because he didn't seem to be that cruel in the beginning, but we're getting little hints of this now and then. Yep. So and he is a terrible person, as far as we know. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, so for the next scene, uh, really, I, I, I wonder, why do they have to make Brooke into Cash? Why does he have to like destroy everything in sight and pretend that that's okay? What the hell is going on? Um, I don't know. Anger issues. I mean, she has to pretend to her Brooke fans that she is cool and chill every every time and everywhere in every situation. Maybe that. Uh huh. Fine. How do you deal with anger? Oh uh, well, usually I eat something. See, that's a okay way of dealing with anger, right? Just destroying everything, especially something that is not yours. Because let us not forget, even though Daniel Kahn is a huge son of a gun, you can't just go destroying his stuff, right? Yeah. That ain't I fair. mean, I, w- I would love to destroy his stuff, but not in a, in a rage outburst. Just, you know, destroy because, I mean, it's his stuff. Yeah, totally. But I mean, why don't you destroy him instead? It's much more productive. Oh, well, yeah. 
There's always this option. You can simply kill the man. Well, can, can, you can, but yeah, sure. <laughs> but there'll be consequences. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so now for the next thing here, I'm actually worried about the Nofos Forest because the sewage is apparently boiling. The hell's going on down there? I don't know. I was thinking... like the it, for me that thing looked like looked like a giant alien. Oh, but okay. <laughs> the Nosos Forest, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is not quite accurate. I mean, we don't even need Palavoy here to tell us that because I've been looking at the skeleton and that thing it looks a bit different from what I expected. But of course, this mm. is engine. Oh, or maybe not. I mean, yeah, because Mentacorp, they don't produce their own dinos. They steal from other guys. So they've stolen from yeah. Injun. Let's bear that in mind. Right. So Injun had already made those guys somewhere, somehow, and now they just stole it. But, uh, I mean, you watch the Mina now. You know, the biosing. They say that they actually produced dinosaurs. They are much more accurate. Yeah. Right. Sure. You remember that one, that one scene where they are introduced to the Moros in Traptis? And, uh, well, uh, mm -hmm. Rami says, he says, well, you know, we produce creatures that are much more accurate. So look at it. It's feathered. That's what shows that it's scientifically accurate. Okay, I, I will take that. Sure. You, you got to. That's not an option for us. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. right So... Um, Kenji, he gets, you know, he gets totally freaked up by a rock slide and he uses a dinosaur to free him from, from that. That's so badass. Gotta give him that. Yep. I would love to be saved by a Carnotaur. But then... that bro fist. <laughs> I'm not into that kind of stuff. That was not cool. That was awesome. I imagine, no. imagine bumping fists with a dinosaur. That's a carnotaur. It's supposed to be dangerous. Not for you to be friends with. Oh, well, but you're controlling its mind, so... That's okay. Oh, come on. We literally got Malcolm's Journey playing the background. And you tell me that that's okay in this franchise? Well, I mean, what is okay in this franchise? Um, John Hammond, he was quite cool. Okay. He was adorable, all right? He was such a nice guy. Come on, tell me you never wanted to, you know, give him a big old bear hug. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> all right. Anyways. you Sorry. Jurassic fans, tell us. If you, you know, because I'm sure you always wanted to give that guy a big old bear hug. Tell us in the comments. Come on. I want you to hear that. Uh, the Amazon uh, Jurassic Fans Podcast. We're on Instagram. Anyways, we're also back to Camp Cretaceous, baby. Yeah. Ooh, this is the perfect All song for that. left of it. Wow, what a timing for that song to just kick in. It was, and, 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 it, and it wasn't, like, rehearsed. It was no. Just, it just went with the flow. Yeah, you know, it's just the Lost World soundtrack playing the background at 5% volume, just so it doesn't disturb our recording. But wow, 
That was cool. Yeah. Anyways, let's seize the opportunity then. So we have uh, Camp Cretaceous all destroyed. Everyone thinks that the kids are dead. Except for Dave and Roxy. Indeed. Because, uh, yeah, well, well they're going to they be are... positive. Yeah, someone has to be, right? Yeah, I mean, not at all, but uh, sure. Then uh, one of the 80s, I got uh, a little issue trying to see, like, uh, trying to differentiate them. So which one of the 80s got uh, stuck under that log? Is that Big E.T. or Little E.T.? I have no idea. I try. I stopped trying to differentiate them for quite a while now. Yeah, and, uh, totally. Um, uh, I just accept it. They, they yes, just look the same. Two dinos. Yeah, just I mean, two dinos, and that's it. If at least like they had different colors or like uh, you know, their the size is different. Okay, there's a little bit of a difference yes. when they are. I mean. <sighs> You know, uh, put together, but they are not in this scene, so uh, not helping, not helping at all. No. So, just to finish this, they are really getting our hopes for Darling. They are really getting our hopes up, and that's not happening, mm. not yet. Oh, no. Man. You really think that Darling will one day be a reality? Because I already know the answer. I already watched the whole season, but you haven't yet. What do you think, Matt? I don't think. I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I don't believe in that. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> I've been nope, I've been rooting for for Darling for a long, long time, and then I've told you it wouldn't have. It would never happen. Yeah. Okay. I guess. You know what? Out of the pack. Let's go for the next episode. I'm too depressed to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have a little bit of sh foreshadowing here with the Compsognathus. Did you get that? With Lerner? Um, the one well, I mean, every time, every time the compies show up, someone will get in trouble. Yeah, totally. That's, that's basically what they do. They foretell trouble. Yeah. Well, the last one that I had uh, a huge issue with these guys was uh, Tiff. From that one annoying couple, Mitch and Tiff. So she was the one who almost got devoured, but then the campus saved her. And later on, she betrayed them. So <laughs> that's oh, just. Yeah. yeah, doesn't that feel even worse? I was just remembering that couple right now. Boy. Mm -hmm. And well, we were told about an investor who'd come to Nubla to meet Daniel Com. Did you get this idea? I mean, could you have foreseen that it would be Louis Dodson himself? Nope. No. I wouldn't have imagined at all. Wow. When Colin Trevorrow said that there would be uh, you know, some linking between Camp Cretaceous and Dominion, I would never thought that this was the linking. The man himself. Yeah. <laughs> this, this makes me so glad. Wow. Because I it love this villain. Amazing. So, how do you like his role in Dominion? Mm, I didn't. <laughs> Sure. Oh, minis and not much. <laughs> he he deserved the end he got. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I was a huge fan of his character in the novel, and uh, also like the the appearance that we have of him in the uh, movie, the first movie. But here is this guy who's not even crew, not even a bit. 
In the novel, he was a huge son of a gun. To the point where he tried, he actually attempted to murder Sarah Harding in the second novel. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. So, and this guy here, he's like, I'm, I don't know if you want to kill him. Just just go for it. Maybe. No, I, I, I don't like him. Nah, me neither. So, you know, at least you got some linking. But once again, oh, this guy could have been so much better. So much crueler. Who mm. killed Dr. Well, well, let's bear in mind that this is a kid's show. I mean, yeah. So you, but... don't, you don't want to have, like, the Joker here, you know? Okay. Yeah, I guess so. But truly, this one guy that appears in Game Cretaceous, he seems to be even crueler than the version that we have in the movie. Yes. Yes. He is somewhat more... Uh, more son of a gun than the one he has in the movies. Precisely. And that actually hurts my feelings. Okay, because this is a bloody kid series. Yeah, I am watching that. So, I'm a huge hypocrite. But yes, we both are. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, in the meanwhile, Kenji, he's guiding the bad guy through the jungle. He's trying to impress his dad. And he keeps getting these pep talks from May, Dr. May Turner. She keeps saying, you know, you don't need to impress your father by making money for him in order to get his love. Or you shouldn't, at least. That was, yeah, that was very profound of her. You were. Very nice. And you see, like, his shock all over his face. You're like, <gasps> what? What? Are you mean money doesn't make, doesn't bring happiness? The hell? <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, no, that was fantastic. I just love that one scene. Oh, boy. And guess who's back? Guess who's back, Matthew? Yeah, our good old girl, Bumpy. Bumpy. Yay. Bumpy, she's here. I thought, I thought we'd never see her again. Yeah, totally. So you haven't seen the rest of it, but we knew from the uh, the scenes that were in the excerpt that should be back. What do you think the meeting between her and Ben will look like? Mm. Very tearfully, <laughs> and can... with uh, hearts flowing out everywhere. Ah, you can only imagine. Yeah, but if you know, Bumpy were a girl. Oh, someone has already made fun out of this. I'm sure. Oh no! Has don't. No, <laughs> no, stop! Ah. Oh, why? Jurassic fans, if you have already seen that, tell us. But don't send us anything, I beg of you. <laughs> Please, no. Yeah, because I'm scared that this is not like a cutesy fan out of like Bumpy turning to a girl and kissing Ben. It's got to be something worse. <sighs> Anyways, so yes, she wants to beat the heck out of those bots. I just love this character. She's incredible. I I would l love to do that as well. <laughs> right? Oh boy! I mean, they, we've been they've been almost killed several times by those breads and the those dogs. I don't know. They're the ones repairing them. I would yeah. love to beat the crap out of one of them. Yeah. So just to make sure, and no one cares about those bots, but you know, just to make sure you can differentiate them. So the um, dog-looking ones are breads, and the bipedal ones are called bread dexes. So oh. that's the diff. Yeah, that's the difference between. Okay. Yeah. 
so calm. He's actually a bit a, a bit crueler right now. Oh, this villain yeah, is so much better than Cash. He's showing that he has claws. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, he... and I I got curious who who are the twins. I wonder as well. I've already watched the whole thing, and <laughs> I still don't get it. So, hmm. like maybe a new season then. Oh well, I mean, you saw that post that I made in our Instagram page about the hidden adventure thing, right? Oh yeah, maybe that'll clear things up. Yeah, it is an interactive uh, thing, thing magic. I don't know what the heck that will be. No one does really, and we had like several fans who were posting that. You know, they were resharing our post and writing something like, "Oh God, please no, no more Camp Cretaceous. <laughs> Let the thing die already." Um. <laughs> Uh, maybe you should die. <laughs> Not Camp, Camp Cretaceous. You truly really love this, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the the Baryonics had blood on their teeth. Yeah. That, totally. It's getting it's getting better, you know? I mean, it is, but this, this is also the last season. So what room does it have for improvement anymore? I don't know. None. <laughs> None, none at all. <laughs> oh, boy. And, well, as the nostalgia simply can't keep coming, we also have to go back to the Vista Center. Here we are, back oh, at yeah. Jurassic Park. Look at that, right? Yeah, not Jurassic World, not Camera Cretaceous. Bloody Jurassic Park. And blue. Don't you look at that. Blue, yeah, blue is there. And, well, I mean, it was there, but it was hiding. And yeah. everyone got mad at Kenji because a dinosaur is hiding. I simply didn't get a pop. I, yeah, I didn't it, get it. It didn't make sense at all. Like, no. are you people, did you people just turn stupid for, like, like this? <laughs> did you guys just flip a switch and became stupid? You know what this reminds me of? You ever watched The Cabin in the Woods? The name sounds familiar, but I, I don't know if I have. So it is a fantastic horror movie, uh, not only because it is a huge and great horror movie by itself, but it's also like an explanation for everything that happens in a horror movie. So, you know, it is a, a secluded place. There is a cabin and then there's a whole lot of people who go in there just to have some fun, have some booze and well, uh, something else, because it can't just be a horror movie. If there's um, no dirty scenes involved, right? There's gotta be some. Oh yeah, of course. So you know, um, they start acting stupidly, and then we get some shots of what is really going on. There's actually a control room of scientists. Oh yeah, I've seen that, that one. It's so good. It is incredible, right? So because there's a whole lot of science. There's some like mythology as well. And uh, so, yeah, and then at the end, the old gods come and <laughs> you just see a giant arm coming out of the ground. Oh, don't mention that ending, <laughs> that was incredibly weird. <laughs> But, anyways, oh, come on, they, they fought a werewolf and then they were like smoking a joint, and surprise, big arm destroying. killing them in the process. But you see, like, that was just science up to that point. Even the monsters yeah. themselves, they were kind of scientific because, um, like the ghost, it was contained within physical material. 
that doesn't make sense in the mythology of ghosts. Yeah. However, it was still happening. So, indeed, um, it was kind of sciencey. And then look at this: a huge hand just like sprouting just, out of the you ground. Know, pops out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, they woke the ancient ones. That that was incredible. But you see, that's what reminds me of because in this series, bloody everything actually. Uh, people do have to act stupidly. Otherwise, you know, the plot it won't even happen. Yeah, so, it wouldn't happen at all. Nah. Okay. I mean, you know, imagine if the parents they actually had started to rescue these kids by going back to Nubla and then do some investigation around. You know, if the government yep. were actually useful, don't think that would happen. I suppose in real life. Mm-hmm. Probably. Right, and like media would be all over it. Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. No, yeah. Oh well. So, I mean, these those kids are probably Americans, so America itself wouldn't let ki American kids just disappear like that. Mm, no, they would. Know. They well, would make a complete. They would bring chaos upon whatever. You know, uh, about 75% of our listeners are American, which, uh, of course, gives them some issues with my accent, but <laughs> let's not mention that. Um, point is that I don't want to sound disrespectful to your country right now, but uh, everyone in the world, they expect more from the U.S. in things like, uh, wow, this war that's going on right now. You know, from what we've seen mm. from movies and stuff, we actually expect like the CIA and the U.S. as a whole to be like this juggernaut that we will stop everything. Indeed. At least that's what the movie sells us, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Hollywood was lying to us all the way. Who would have guessed? Not me. Who would have guessed? Oh, no. preposterous. Right? How could they? And you know what else doesn't make any sense? This man, specifically mm. Dodson, not anyone, anybody else, Dodson finding the Barbasol can that he gave Nedry back in 93. Yep. Oh, the background music was right on point. Again. Great timing again. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going perfect today. Anyways. Yeah. So. They find a nest of Dilophosauruses, ah, which is just oh, incredible for me. Y'all know that that's my yes. favorite dinosaur. So I I didn't enjoy the lack of spit. There was only one spit being thrown. So. Yeah, you know, from my species, that is well known for that specifically. Yeah. So, oh, kind of disappointing, but uh, anyways, so um. I just love the lack of a transition here in this episode because, uh, you know, we go from this to uh, like they just coming back to their base and having a baryonyx and a dimorphodon. Like, yeah, yeah, we got this on the line. Like yeah. No, we don't. We didn't get the, the raptors. No problem. We got something better, maybe. Right? And, and even uh, worse than that is, uh, I was thinking right now, we can't differentiate the Barrio Brothers. I know I've already made this joke a thousand times, but uh, I'll do it again. Uh, yeah. We got so many, uh, so many likes on that one post, and you actually discussed with a guy because he stole our meme. So. Yes. 
that those things will not go unpunished. Never steal a meme. Give proper credits. There you go. So, anyways, especially because we were we were in our beginning, so that's even worse. Stealing from the small fish. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, come on, you gotta go Robin Hood. Steal from the big guys. Yeah, yeah. You will probably get sued, but yeah. I'm just joking. Okay, don't steal from anyone. Actually, don't steal. Yeah, don't steal. <laughs> no, stealing is not cool. Yeah, no, that's intellectual property. Don't do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, be creative. Make something. Yeah. Like out of your ideas. I mean, look at us. We are reacting to a show that's not ours. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. And without being asked. So. Yeah, death upon you all. You stealers! <laughs> But anyways, though, come on, we do have our own original ideas, okay? I mean, just look at the yeah. uh, the, the Green Tunnel. I wrote that stuff, and we did oh, yeah. the voices. Okay? Indeed. And there'll be plenty more now that I've finished my novel. A novel? Yeah, I, I want I, that. That is something I want to know. When will rec when will we record the next uh, episode? Oh. All right, you actually want some more of that? <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. So uh, I hope I don't have to do a Spanish accent again because uh, uh, I don't, I don't think I, I did a good job at it. So. Oh, you actually did! Come on, mate. <laughs> Now you're just being nice. So, anyway, so yeah, if you want, to, you guys, if you want to watch that one video, it is on a playlist on our on our YouTube channel, Jurassic Fans Podcast. The playlist is called Before a Crash. All the pride that these guys, they have demonstrated throughout the history of the franchise. John Hammond, Mathrani, mm. Dodson. So pride is before a crash. Anyways, keep okay. on going. Yeah. We just finished this now with a Kanji retrieving Dodson's bag and a pack of combis. <gasps> oh, yeah, God. I wonder who Lana was working for there. Mm. I wonder as well. And we've already watched the minion. We don't get that from the movie. Do you ever expect that to get that from the series itself? I hope so. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll let you get the answer for yourself. I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> oh. <sighs> And well, yeah. Death by compies. Uh, I mean... It was well deserved for that girl. Yeah, totally. I mean, she was just a, a douchebag, much like she was awful. All of those guys, you know. Because let's not forget, this is the bad guy troop. We got Dodson, yep. Daniel Kong, Kenji. He's They all bad. deserved it. Yeah, yeah Ken, I, I mean, Kenji is trying to be bad to impress his, his dad. Is Kenji succeeding though? Yeah, I mean, dog. I'm not quite convinced about uh, Khan's proudness on his son. I'm not quite convinced. I think he's faking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds heavy. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Anyways, we'll be seeing a bit more about that in the future of this uh, season because there's plenty of it. Oh, well, anyways. Mm. So I believe that's it, right, Matt? Anything else? Yeah, I think that's it. I liked how, how Kenji put the 
the carnage escape it was oh that yeah. was actually adorable <laughs> and i agree with his dad no bedtime story no lullaby come on oh. he deserves it yeah you know he's literally being enslaved yes so... after all he's been through he has been enslaved mind controlled and you don't even sing him a, a sweet dreams song what is wrong with you yeah you gotta sing something right i don't know yeah like, good night by the beatles uh sure why yeah. not <laughs> have you a bad have you i don't know a better rendition of a lullaby <laughs> no because i don't know any lullabies oh. so okay how about not, a, not by heart how about the rockabye baby Um, no. <laughs> well, you know the one that uh, talks about a, a baby that goes flying with the wind? Mm. You know it? Oh, I got the lyrics. Oh. Why do I have the lyrics <laughs> on my phone? <laughs> rock a baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. And that will come baby. Ah, okay. <laughs> that one. That one. Yeah, pretty somber actually, but that, that's all things that come from the Middle Ages. I mean, many lullabies are kind of dark. They are, and this is just another one of those. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, there you go, you guys. That's our review uh, for episodes five and six. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Yep. So um, let's just uh, give it uh, some grading, letter grading. I give it um, a minus because they are almost perfect, but then the Delonful Swords, they don't speak as much as they could. Anyways, so thank you so much, you guys, for listening to this episode of our Jurassic Fans. Uh, remember, there's plenty more. And we've also got a YouTube channel. We have Jurassic Fans yeah. Podcast. There you go. So uh, this is it for this week. Thanks for listening to this episode and keep going for the scope. Be seeing you next week. Bye-bye. That is so powerful. <laughs> <laughs>